Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with all the resources you need to become a successful author. You can learn more about Authors Unite and join the free community at authorsunite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Uh, today, I have Matt Balducci. Uh, he is a husband, father, high-performance men's coach, speaker, Amazon best-selling author, and bodybuilder. He runs a badass men's optimization group program called The Healthier, Wealthier, Happier Man, where he helps small groups of high-achieving men create badass results. So welcome to the show, man. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, grateful to have you here. For sure. Uh, I appreciate having me, Tyler. We were just talking about how you live in Miami and I'm out in Annapolis and I'm I'm uh it's actually like ninety-five degrees and humid here, so I wanna out and uh, it's beautiful here, but Miami sounds awesome. So <laughs> My, Miami is awesome, but I will tell you in August, man, it is woo, it's hot. <laughs> Days, dog days of August. Yeah, dude, you stay you stay inside and you look at your view and you appreciate it, but you don't you don't go outside. No, no, no you don't. Or you're gonna sweat or get sunburned depending on your your skin. Yeah. Your skin or so. just right to the water immediately. <laughs> One dive, or the other. In, dive into ice coldness, right? <laughs> yeah. Polar plunge, um, which you <laughs> you won't find that here either. So. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped to have you on, uh, and we'll we'll jump into the first one. Um, the first question I have for you, Matt, is uh, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? So, um, so I've had an interesting life, and I'll I'll keep it pretty quick. Um, I guess the the biggest story is just where 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 I grew up. So I grew up just right above the poverty line. Uh, my parents are amazing uh, parents, but. They, uh, they taught me hard work, but, um, you know, what I learned most was that for my dad, my dad's a great man, but he, uh, I remember when I grew up, he would basically say, uh, Matt, I remember when I had the opportunity to buy that building, but I didn't do it or dang it. I should have started a business when I was younger or, you know, I should have did this. I should have did that. And it really carried me into my, my future. And, um, you know, and, and when I was uh, 19 years old, I uh, started my first business and then never looked back. And so from that point forward, I built four different companies ranging from 80,000 to 2.5 million. And I uh, just sold my last business. Um, and now, now I'm basically, um, you know, became a high, high performance men's coach. So I would say that the big underlining value is, uh, you know, obviously be smart when you take risks, but never be afraid to kind of uh, take risk or you're going to have regrets in your future. And I always kind of live by that. Um, and honestly, it's, it didn't hit me really until a couple of years ago when I started realizing that I was a risk taker and I was like, why am I, why am I so willing to kind of jump, jump into something, you know, even sometimes, uh, in a bad way, but, um, <laughs> do a, do a polar plunge when, uh, when everyone's like, don't do it. But, uh, it's, it's, it's because of those uh, little moments when my, when I grew up, I listened to my dad just, nonchalantly just kind of say his regrets of how he, he never took the risk. And, and you can see it in his eyes that, he, you know, if he could go back, he would have, that's what he would have done. So I think for a lot of people out there, I think in business, be smart, obviously, you know, do your, do your research. But I, I just say, man, don't, don't be afraid to, you know, to jump in and, and just take some action. Don't be the person who has to have everything lined up before you, you figure it out. Like just do it and then figure it out as you go, like try, fill and adjust. So 
Totally. That would, that'd probably be a big, a quick story for everyone. Yeah, I can relate. And honestly, I think what's interesting is it's like when you first start out, like failure seems like kind of like scary, but it, it's interesting. It's like when you, when you start and you have some success, it, there's always going to be failure along the way. And I almost like enjoy it now. Like I just love falling into things. Maybe we're similar with the risk taking behavior, but I don't even like, like even think twice about it anymore. Like I'm just like, okay, I have an idea. I'm going to go for it. I already know it's going to fail 10 times before it succeeds. And I'm like, I can't wait for those, for those hits, you know, <laughs> like they're fun. So interesting for sure. I, I just, it's funny. I don't know who said this freaking quote. It just hit me as you said that is that, uh, I don't know if it was Tom Bielu or someone who said that you're guaranteed, no matter what you're guaranteed uh, you're ne- you're not guaranteed to succeed, but you're guaranteed to fail no matter what. So why not fail? Why not go after things that you really want? It might have been Jim Carrey. I can't. Oh remember. yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey because he talks about because his dad was an accountant. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it, it hit me. I was like, it was such a good quote, and it just makes so much sense. It's like, why not? Why not? You can, in my opinion, you can always recover, even if you, even if you were to blow up like your life and go bankrupt or whatever, like. And I, I've never gone bankrupt, so obviously I can't speak for anybody who has, but I'm sure that they figured it out and fixed it. Most people I've talked to that have, it's like they figured it out and sometimes they even come back bigger and stronger, you know? So it's yeah. just it's just like going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, and uh, just wanted to, for anybody listening, if you haven't listened to Jim Carrey's commencement speech, that is freaking awesome. It is good. Um, it so. is good. Um, so yeah, man, the next one I have for you, uh, is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? And I know you, it looks like you have a few, but maybe, um, the high performance, you know, cause I think that goes along with fitness and business, you know, overarching. Yeah. So with my, with my men's group that I run, um, what I did was I built to pull together pretty much and put together a program that had everything that I wanted in a program, which was health optimization to productivity hacks to um, being able to figure out how to increase your income to, you know, uh, mindset. Um, I looked out there for a program like it and obviously there's a million great programs out there, but I figured I would have had to hire like six different groups and like pay all this money to have all of those different things. And so what I discovered, that's kind of the one overarching, um, I guess, thing that covers all of them, fitness to business, to income, to happiness, to whatever you're, you're going after is uh, structure. And so what I mean by structure is that a lot of people don't realize that we're just really creatures of habit. And every single decision we make every day is actually just a habit that we formed over time. It's really not, and I know this is going to get a little, little strange here, but we're really not making all the decisions. Our brain is mostly unconscious most of the time and, and our unconscious mind is actually making most of the decisions. So if you can basically jump into your habit loop and bring out some of the better habits in your in yourself, whether it is not to go eat the donut or to go to the gym or to, you know, make that extra phone call every day. Um, or, you know, maybe you're working on trying to be happier. Maybe it's just going for a walk every day instead of uh, sitting on the couch and watching TV for the night. There's so many different habits you can create, but it all comes back to structure and understanding that when you put the structure in place, what you're doing is you're actually reprogramming your unconscious mind to basically uh, put yourself in that that optima, optimal uh, place where you want to go. So again, it could be whatever the goal is, but what I've discovered is all just habits. Whatever Wherever you're at right now is based on the habits of what you've done in the past. So you got to realize that what you're doing today is where you're going to be at in five years. So it's 
you know, you, you might be starting small, depending on if you're running a business, you're trying to become a bodybuilder, you're trying to work out or lose weight or whatever it might be. It's just creating those little habits along the way and structuring it in your life to the point where it becomes unconscious. So yeah. I would say that, that, you know, I've studied the brain and studied, you know, how that all works over time. And um, I would say that that's just a huge component. Now, again, feel free to pick up a book called uh, Power of Habit or um, another book. Um, it's called Incognito. I forget the author's name for that one, but both of them talk a lot about how our brains work and how that how you can build habits. And I think that, um, you know, that's a huge success principle for anyone that's trying to succeed in whatever. I don't care if it's I want to be a better husband. Like you can easily turn that around relatively fast by just understanding the structure and habits in your life are what are creating that, that, that result. So. Definitely. And so, so my next one's usually more like general, like what's your best piece of business advice, but just because you, you work with like, you know, high performing men or you help them become more high performing. So on the business side of things, like what do you see as like common traits of like high performance men on like the business side? So, um, so I actually do some business coaching on the side, um, in regards to more tangible, technical, you know, let me show you how to grow your company. But if I were to give any piece of advice to, um, to somebody who's trying to start a business is that as you're growing it, you want to structure and systemize out your entire business. So what I mean by systemize is sometimes too many people build a business and they're the linchpin in their company. You want to try to build your business to where eventually you're no longer relevant, which is a great thing. It's, I know it, ego, ego wise, you want to be the man, you want to be the woman, but what really it comes down to is can your business function without you? And that's what I did in my last company that I sold. The business became, I became irrelevant, which was great. Um, you know, if you look at Steve Jobs when he built Apple, obviously, you know, the whole story of him getting booted out of Apple, but it's the truth is the business, he was still multi-gazillionaire and his business grew um, even bigger than he did by creating system systems in his company that allowed for it to grow. Um, so that I would say that's just a tip is when you're growing your business, look at everything, every role, your role, all your scripts, sales scripts, how's your, what is your systems? People buy systems. If you're ever going to sell your company, they buy systems and people, they don't buy you. Um, and then the second thing I would say that I've noticed among high achieving, uh, men specifically, uh, that are business owners, uh, is that a lot of times what, what, what people forget to do is they forget to actually enjoy their life outside of work. And, um, and sometimes, you know, when you see the, the person who's kicking ass, but they're overweight, they're unhappy, all that kind of stuff. I've noticed that the best business owners out there are the ones that are healthy. They find time to go to the gym. They spend time with their family. They, they know how to relax. And so if you're listening, I know you're probably hearing the message from Gary Vandercheck and all the people out there like grind it out. Yes, go work your ass off, especially if you're young. But at the end of the day, you still need to schedule in time to, to enjoy your, your life or else you're going to get to the end of you're going to get to the Super Bowl win and you're going to be pissed off that you won the Super Bowl and you're going to have nothing left. So those would be a couple of quick tips for for that. Yes, and uh, and um, just a great resource for anybody listening. You may have read this book, Matt, but it's called Built to Sell. Yeah. Um, and that is a great resource for what Matt was talking about, kind of with like building the systems in your business, business so that it's not reliant uh, upon you. Um, <clears throat> so uh, next one I have for you is if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? Uh, ooh, I like this question. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how young do you want me to go, Tyler? Which, which, version, which version of me am I, am I 
So I'm 30 now. So am I telling my 21 or 16 or uh, who am I talking to? Oh, that's a good – dude, I like that. That's a good question too. Um, well, okay, so you know your life best. I feel like whatever – was 16 or 21 tougher for you? Like which one was a, was a harder part in your life? No. Um, I, I don't know. They were both way different, but I would say 21 was, I was in the, I uh, was running my second business. Okay. Yeah. So if I can, if I can, yeah. If I can go back to that, that Matt, um, one is I would have, I would have sat him down and, uh, ta- uh, taught him everything I know now. <laughs> and, uh, and that business, I grew that business for three years and, uh, my third year I blew it up like a dumb dumb. And um, I would have easily been able to turn that business into a much larger company, but I mess I made a couple of rookie mistakes along the way. So I would have uh, told myself to hire the right people the right way, and um, and don't overpromise. So oh, got it. No, don't overpromise. So those would have been my two for for from business, Matt. Those would have been my two. And then I probably would have told myself to have more fun, but um, you know, have a little bit more fun. But besides that. Um, I would say those would be my advice. <laughs> yeah. Were you, were you like always like, yeah, cause you said, wait, you started your first business at 19. Yeah. I started, said, I started yeah. business 19 and then my second business, I started at 20, uh, right after that business. And, uh, and I, that one I, I ran for three years, but it, um, I grew, I, it was doing about 12,000 a month in revenue, but I blew it up my third year. Um, we were, we ended up doing about half a million for our total in three years. And I, um, I, uh, just, completely destroyed it with uh, over-promising the clients and, you know, being too, too much of a sales guy. So, Got it. Yeah. Um, so uh, the next one I have for you is a kind of a different, a little bit of a different path, but in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? And maybe you kind of touched on it, like the structure and it, it kind of, to me, you also, it kind of means balance, but I'll let you, I'll let you answer it. Yeah. So my, my answer is going to be a little different than, than that. Um, okay. so I, the, the reason I created this men's group is I realized in my life as a 30 year old man, um, you know, that ultimately what it came down to was I was missing the, the old, you know, when I played uh, baseball in high school and football in high school and when I was in my fraternity and I, I was missing that like group of guys that I can go to and, and, you know, say I had a fight with my wife, you know, say, Hey dude, I had a fight with my wife yesterday and like have that kind of group. Um, to kind of do that or if my business, if I needed to, you know, kind of bent a little bit. And I think as men, you could probably relate to this, Tyler, you know, alpha males like both of us are, you know, we, we tend to keep in our emotions and we tend to not tell anybody when shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's because we don't want anybody to look back. Like, I don't know, at least for me, it's because I don't want anybody to think I'm like failing or sucking. But what I, what I, what I discovered though is, and I actually read this a million times is that, um, we actually succeed faster and we also feel better and happier when we're in a group and, and it's a group of people who, you know, are going in the same direction. And so, you know, not the, not the downplay anything. Cause I have a blast and I have a ton of really good buddies, but you know, the traditional 30 year old, 40 year old man, you know, you get together with a couple of uh, guys and you go watch football and you drink beer and eat wings and you don't talk about anything relevant that's going on other than, you know, fantasy football. And again, I have I have two fantasy teams. I I just uh, I have a draft next week, but so I'm not downplaying the, that <laughs> as, a, as a, a part of life. But you know, we never talk about you know our future goals or anything that we're doing. And and I've discovered that um, I'm the happiest when I'm around people. And I, and then the second thing I would say is is always giving back. So when you're you know when you're doing things for other people, giving value 
kind of what you're doing right now in your podcast, right? You bring guests on and you're giving value out to people and it's, you know, it feels good. Like, you know, or going and donating, donating time or money, you get a, a huge dopamine hit of happiness because, and it's funny because you would think it would be the reverse where you would want the other person. Typically you get more happiness and more excitement from giving than they get from receiving. And so um, I would say those would be two two things with happiness. And it's two things we focus on in, in, in my men's group too, is we have a little bit of an aspect of, you know, um, jumping into actually uh, some philanthropy, uh, philanthropy things as well. Cause a lot of times we just forget to do that, you know, in our life, especially yeah. if we're busy with families and kids and wives and work and businesses, you know? So, yeah, dude, I think giving is a huge part of it. Um, and giving without like any expectation, I think as Gary Vaynerchuk talks about that a lot, I'm a huge Gary guy. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, me too. I like Gary a lot. And, yeah. and uh, I mean, if you really study any of the crazy successful guys, um, you know, if you really, if you really talk to those guys, I mean, or watch them like Ed Milet or Tom Bealey or uh, Grant Cardone, who's out there by you in Miami, or yeah, you know, Ty Lopez, any of these guys, I guarantee you, right now, behind the scenes, man, they give a shit ton of money, um, and they are um, giving out free value constantly, you know, and just helping people. And it's in, and there's a reason why they're at the highest peak level of you know financial success, but realistically, um, you know, I'd rather be giving than you know, I'd rather be get to the highest level of financial success while giving versus get there and I'm hoarding, I'm hoarding everything, you know, so. Totally. And I think it's actually easy, easier to get there by giving. Like Grant actually talks about that. And this is maybe going a little deep in like psychology. And, and I think it is kind of true, though, is he's like when if you're like afraid to like spend or like give money and then you're it's like in your subconscious and then you're trying to like sell people to like buy into your things. Like you may not be aware of it, but he, he says, he's like, dude, if you're not like a free flow of money, then it's very hard for people to free flow money to you. So like, I don't know. That's what he talks about in sales, like getting your mind right. And then with Gary, it's like just giving all of it away for free, like all the content because 99% of the people don't do anything with it anyway is what he says. Um, so I think both kind of are interesting. So yeah, you'd rather be helping and giving on your way up. Uh, I think is definitely a better path. Um, so I'm excited for your answer on this one because I, if I had to guess, you'd probably read a, a good amount. Uh, but what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from it? Ooh, I like these questions. So, um, well, first and foremost, I'm, I'm sure Tyler, your audience knows this, but you guys, you guys need to read more. So um, here's what happened to me as I fell into a complacency about two years ago and I stopped reading books and, the crazy part is my, literally uh, with that, my business still grew, but it didn't grow as fast as it was when I was reading. And um, so this year I made a pact to myself. I was going to uh, read 80 books. And so I'm at book 50. Nice. And awesome. and, uh, and, the, and so how I do it is and there, um, you could, a lot of people are preaching this now, but instead of reading the actual physical book, listening to them while you're driving. For me, I listen to it while I drive or when I'm uh, at the gym. So for now I'm kind of double dipping. Um, in my, in my day. So I don't have to, you know, the excuse of, I don't have time to read goes out the door and then you can actually up the speed of the book to, uh, two to three times the speed. I'm at about two to two and a half times the speed. Now it took a while Ooh. to get there, but I'm able to get through one, one, or sometimes I can get to two, two to three books. It just depends on the week. But, um, but what I do is I, I, I take notes and I stop the book in the middle of it, but 
I just wanted to share that if anybody's out there listening and they're like, how can I, 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 I'm too busy to read, dude, do it when you're, do it when you're at the gym. Now you're now you have a reason to go to the gym too. Um, but the book that I mentioned earlier, which is, um, so if there's one book I can only recommend for people that are listening, it is power of habit. It's by far the, it changed my life. Um, it's probably the biggest book that I, I've read a ton of books, but it literally goes through the how you, how your brain actually creates habits. And once you understand that, you can actually look into your life and start pinpointing the ones that are actually not helping you and you can replace them. And I'm going to give a little cheat here. And I know you said one book, but I'll give the second book that um, everyone should read. Um, and this is for business owners specifically out there is uh, The E-Myth. So it's very similar to Build the Sell, but it, it actually helps new new entrepreneurs that have never ran a business before it explains exactly what you're going to go through mentally and and all the sucky parts and and what happens when you do scale your business how can you scale the right way and it's just a, an all-around good technical business book so power of habit or email both great books yes and what is your favorite quote and why Ooh, quote, oh okay this one's an easy one so um, obviously I'm a high performance men's coach and the reason I, I'm not through Brendan Burchard, I have no affiliation with Brendan Burchard, but he, um, wrote the book, uh, high performance habits. And this, this quote, honestly, I probably have shared it in some of my speeches, uh, probably 50% of the time I mentioned this at some point is when you have a large goal, go and shout it from the rooftops. And what's going to happen is the village idiots are going to come out and try to stop you. But the village leaders will come out and try to help you. And what I discovered by this quote is it's so true. Like when you start trying to go after a massive goal, and it might, here's the hard part the village idiots might be your family, it might be your mom, it might be your dad. And, um, you know, don't, you can remove the word idiot from it, but it's just people that are afraid for you. And the reason they're afraid is that they don't want you to get hurt. And, um, and then the crazy part is if you keep going, the right people will come out of the woodwork. Um, and I'll give an example of this. So I started my, uh, coaching business, um, in March this year and, um, you know, it was a, a whole transition from my other business and I started putting out content all over social media and YouTube in December and people started out uh, calling me saying, man, I didn't know you did business coaching. I'm like, neither did I. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden I generated a couple clients and that's what actually triggered me to sell my business and move forward and, and start a whole new um, business. And um, the crazy part is, is that people are coming out of the woodworks. Like, how did I get on your podcast, Tyler? I, I was on another podcast and I just ask at the end of all my podcasts, which if anybody gets on podcasts, ask this, you know, do you know anybody else that, you know, have podcasts that you refer me to? And what ends up happening is it becomes this web and all of a sudden you get trickled down. And I'm, pre I'm pretty excited. I'm, it's not a done deal yet, but by doing that, I ended up uh, getting in touch with Dave Meltzer out in California. He's a multimillionaire, and uh, there's a chance that in two weeks when I'm in Cali, I, I might even be able to get on the Playbook, which is his uh, podcast. So there's a, um, it's just how it's just basically yell your goals like you're. But then obviously, I love that quote. But then you got to go take action. So don't be that person who's just like talking a big game and then. You know, then the village idiot, the village idiots have a reason to to talk shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, the last question I have for you before we let you go is: Where's the best place for people to find you online? 
So right now the best place is, um, you know, there's a, you can go get any free, free content from me on my YouTube at Matt Belducci. You can go to my Facebook, Matthew Belducci, but really the best place to do, if you want to learn more about my, uh, group men's group on uh, the healthier, wealthier, happier man, um, I can go into more details with you, but, um, I just launched that. We're launching one on September 14th. Um, I'm only allowing 12 men into the group. I launched literally two days ago. I don't know when this recording is going to come out. So it might be, might be even closer to that date. But um, if you want more information on that, shoot me a private message at my LinkedIn at Matt Balducci. I do have a website, but it's getting updated because I'm adjusting what I was doing as a, as a business coach. So, um, and if you want to schedule a call, you can go to go.mattbelducci.com slash momentum. And that's my scheduling page to schedule up a, a call if you want to uh, chat about the program. And I appreciate you, Tyler, letting me do that here at the end. Of course, man. Thanks again for hopping on. No problem, buddy. Thank you.